Hi, welcome to the Haven Writers Guild podcast. We invite you to join us as we explore the curious world of writing. So today we're talking about studying creative writing. Both of us are students of creative writing. We're yes. doing creative writing courses. Mm-hmm. I like saying the word creative writing because I think it's got a certain stigma to it. Yes, definitely. Do you want to elaborate on what that is? <laughs> uh, so for me, creative writing, uh, I remember when I was 17 trying to write my first book and someone said to me, you should do a creative writing course. And I was like, <laughs> creative writing course. Those things are lame. Um, so I think that's the, the stick. But obviously I got over that over the years. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so creative writing has this, I think there's certain stigma yeah. around it. So, so what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I, I, I think I had a more idealistic opinion of that. Everyone there would be very intelligent and yeah. well-spoken and brilliant <laughs> and full of ideas. And of course, that's exactly how it was. Well, it is, yeah. We, we're surrounded by lots of intelligent... No, well, no, no, it's lots of yes. intelligent, but I insightful think people. The, the one thing I think that is common to... I was surprised by how everybody was plagued by self-doubt. Yeah. Even the lecturers. Even the lecturers. <laughs> the teachers. <laughs> well, I, I think I was expecting that I would sort of be surrounded by people who would kind of have a, a confidence in their decision to do what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the case. So that probably was my stigma around it. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think every person who does creative writing has that same thing. Um, I know that, you know, I just told you then when I was 17 and I said creative writing was absolutely rubbish. I think it took me till I was about 30, 35 before I actually embraced the actual creative writing part. Yeah. Um, because when I started studying again, obviously later in life, I started as an English course because I just couldn't bring myself <laughs> to come under the umbrella of creative writing. So I started doing English and they changed it and I accepted it finally. So mm. I'm very happy, mm. even though it, it is difficult to tell people that I, I study creative writing because it's still, there's that justification for it that isn't really, it's just not a serious thing, you know, mm. you're not. Absolutely. Just. Yeah. It's like the question. The question always follows when you say, oh, I'm studying creative writing, and it's like, oh, what what are you going to do with that? With this, you know, that slightly confused look on people's faces. What what is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is just the whole, well, it usually comes back to money, doesn't it? Can you actually make money yeah. from that? Can you actually make money from doing that? It's yeah. like, I like to write books, but can you make money from doing that? Yeah, and um, then somebody has to drop J.K. Rowling. Always, yeah. always. Yeah, that's right. Oh. You said that in your blog, didn't you, about the, the yeah. Neverwhere? Nevermore. Nevermore. <laughs> I'll always get the name wrong. Yeah, no, I know. It's just a, it's a, it's an immediate comparison. Oh, you're a writer. So like J.K. Rowling. Oh, okay. Which I, I think has actually done a lot for the industry because people are like, no, you actually can make money. Yeah, that's right. As if all these people are flocking back to the, <laughs> flocking back to it because of it, even though we resent the, the calliness of it. Yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, well, I mean, there's... You know, a, one in a billion have actually made money. So, you know, yeah. it's viable. Well, that's it. I think it's, um, well, there's either complete and utter failure. You're as in, you're, you're, J, you're J.K. Rowling, who's a complete and utter success, or you're a struggling artist. And yeah. that's, you know, who, who makes no money from writing. And what I found doing a creative writing course was that we discovered 
everything in between. There are different yeah. sections of Definitely. people writing stories and just creating. Mm. And some do take it very seriously. Others, not at all. Others, it's more of a, almost like a hobby, you know, just something to do, just some sort of creative outlet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of this depends on what you want to get out of it. So I suppose, I suppose the first thing, is it actually worth it to do a creative writing course? Do you think it's, do you think it's worth it? Or? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny because we were talking to Roseanne Hawke yesterday, who's an author and a lecturer at yeah, table. Yeah, that's right. And one of the things she said is you can't, teach creative writing no and her role as a lecturer she said it's not to teach it it's to facilitate the learning of writing really um which i thought was interesting because that does often come up how do you teach someone to write can you even teach someone to write because mm. for me when i first started the course i was doing it more as a hobby yeah um and as i wrote Yes, I was learning, but it was more the process of being in a, in a room full of people and talking about it, listening to different techniques, reading a lot for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Um, so sort of absorbing those other techniques. And then it was like waking up to the world of writing again. And for me, it was an incredible process and, and, and very healing and, and therapeutic and life-giving. Um, so for me, it was definitely absolutely worth it. But I don't, I think if you go into a creative writing course expecting to be taught how to write and then you'll finish the course and you'll be able to write a novel and it will be successful because you've done a creative writing course. I think that's probably not the wisest yeah. approach. No, I mean, you can expect to get different things out. I mean, so let's take this back to the very start. I mean, we're, we're mainly talking about tertiary, tertiary study because yeah. then you get, yeah, to, you get to college or, you know, college in your America and tertiary here. I suppose in, in before that, you're being taught those basic skills of English, you know, you're grammar, reading yeah. grammar and spelling, all that kind of stuff. It's that what to do with them all and what you actually put them together at is really sort of, which obviously is a thing you can't really teach because your view of the world and how you put it onto a page is not something you can quite teach. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can probably give feedback and say, look, that doesn't sound right. But in general, if you see a word in the world in a certain way, and that's how you interpret it, then, you know, there's not really much you can teach can you so basically people who come to tertiary have got all the skills they need don't mm. they? yeah well yes and no i mean i think like you said there's a range of of different experiences mm. that come into a classroom and uh how people have assimilated that information can vary widely and i think some people do need a bit of a brush up on grammar and punctuation and sentence structure and and you can certainly learn those things at tertiary level but i think um you know a lot of that comes from being made to read and read widely. Yeah. And then you sort of, you do absorb that through the process. Um, so, yeah. I mean, do you, what do you think it's worth studying? I do, yes. I mean, I was very resistant to study um, writing. And so it took me a long time to accept it, obviously. But uh, what I was reminded over the years by various people, my parents, colleagues that you need a community and other people mm. to bounce ideas off because you need feedback you need inspiration um, being a writer is very lonely mm -hmm. uh, most of the time I mean I'm, most of my friends had no interest in writing books any of that kind of thing so I found myself very isolating so it was always something I did by myself behind closed doors and because of that I did a lot of it but I didn't um, get any better um, yeah. and it wasn't until I actually did a course that I started to put everything together because I looked at a lot of my pieces when I was younger and 
my writing style hasn't changed that much. Like, mm -hmm. it's still got the same voice there. It was just the choices that I was making. Like, yeah. I was just walking into a room and I was just describing everything mm -hmm. without, you know, any rhyme or reason. It had nothing to do with moving the plot forward. Yeah. So that was the basic element that that I put in my stories now. And it was only because of, of the course and the feedback and... Feedback? I hate feedback. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not entirely true. I, I hesitate. It's... It's always that thing, you write something, you're really proud of it, and it's wonderful, and then uh, the teacher or uh, someone, a colleague, just says, oh yeah, that's that's really good, but have but, you seen yeah. this, 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 yeah, this, this, right. and this, and this? So, um, yeah, this definitely helps one improve, um, and I think you've really got to man up or <laughs> woman up and be able to take that on board because it's very important. But that's another thing that's really valuable about studying creative writing, I think, is you basically need to decide whether you're going to be humble, whether you're able to be humble and actually take feedback and constructive criticism. You're, you're good at that? I'm so good at that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just really grateful for the input. No, I'm not good at that. I'm, I'm, I'm not good at that. Uh, but that's beside the point. I think the fact is it, gives, it puts you in an environment where you really need to be faced with things that you may need to look at in your own writing, yeah. which you wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to do. Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing that I think it does in a classroom environment is you're given deadlines. Yeah. So you actually have to not just explore other genres and accept criticism and, and, and look at your style of writing, but you have to do it within a time frame, which for writers, I think, is essential. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's that's... That's one of the main things, isn't it? Sort of, mm. I spent five years writing a novel, and it's never going to see the light of day, <laughs> but it just kept on going on and on and again in my brain. And, mm. and yeah, those deadlines that really bring everything together. Yeah, well, I think it's easy to sort of say, oh, yeah, I'm going to write a novel, or, you know, this is what I'm working on, or whatever. But being in that environment where you actually have to produce and complete something by a certain date, it, it shows you what you're actually capable of and what areas you may need to actually work on in, in terms of time management. Which is, I think, worth worthwhile. Yeah, I think um, I think some of the strengths and weaknesses of studying. Um, I suppose what you get to work on is generally short stories because there's no scope really for novels. Do you I think? suppose. Yeah, well, mainly, well, you know, you can't write a whole novel and workshop it throughout no, the term and that kind of stuff. So basically, you're you're starting on short stories. So you're starting and stopping a lot, mm -hmm. um, which is a little bit. After a while, it's like, okay, I need to just concentrate on one project. So I think that's one of the, the key points. I think I think short stories are great to begin with anyway, because they sort of, um, I think a novel is made up of short stories anyway. So mm. that's what you get, is you get scenes that you work on, and, and it forces you to concentrate on every aspect to move the story forward. So I think that's important. Mm -hmm. But in terms of novels, um, you may get a few ideas from them, but novel writing is still, I think, one of those things you really end up working on by yourself because you literally, you know, finding someone to read that, to edit it, it's really got to be paid work. You know, you can get someone to well, read it, beta readers perhaps. But... Yeah. Um, yes and no. I think <clears throat> you're right in that you can't work on a whole novel with the, the, the usual course time frame. But I think what a course gives you is networks. Yeah. So you actually do meet a whole bunch of people. Usually you will, you will end up making some friendships with people who can once the course is complete and you've actually 
not got access to that anymore. You, you usually, well, I found you tend to have friendships and networks that will actually continue to support you and that you can speak to for help as you continue to work on your own creative writing beyond that classroom setting. Do you yeah, think? no, no, absolutely. And I think this is sort of uh, one of the aspects of not just studying, but the ultimate goal is actually to have a support network, some kind of support mm. network that you can get unbiased feedback, feedback from family, you can get editing, mm. you can get, so you need the whole package really, you can't just be one person by yourself. Mm. Um, but yes, definitely you need, you meet people and it's the networks mm. um, that you, you gain through through the courses, you may not find, meet that many people, but um, I think it's not enough to be a writer in this day and age and to be isolated and to not be engaging with other people. Mm. Because I'm thinking, if you've got to be a writer, you've got to engage with other people. You hear their stories, no matter what you think of them. So yeah, absolutely, support networks are very important. I mean, I've heard it said, and I actually did once have the opinion that why bother studying creative writing when people like Hemingway and you know Charles Dickens and these people they go to university and study creative writing. You know, they that wasn't did they? No. I think probably they did, but maybe not creative writing. I think a lot of a lot of these, well, a lot of these. Well, they just sat down and wrote a book. You know, that's, well, there wasn't there wasn't this kind of tertiary environment where. Well, a lot of a lot of them, in all fairness, were actually studying at Harvard or universities, but they were studying other things. You know, they were studying. That's what I'm like saying. It wasn't a creative writing. Creative writing specifically. In a major novel. that that you could go and just study the technique of writing if you wanted to write. Up until recently, you just write. However, yeah. they were their own kind of group. I mean, in that period of time, writers would work with other writers. They would connect. They would discuss. They would argue. They would wrestle with ideas and, and theories and topics and share their work with one another through letter writing or through meeting together or, you know, all this kind of thing. So before we had this tertiary kind of setting where you could go and just specialise in creative writing, people were actually doing it. They just weren't doing it formally. Yeah, um, I think that's that's interesting you say that because well, I suppose I want to touch on that part about being an individual okay. writer as in, I mean for me one of the reasons I didn't want to do creative writing is because I looked at all these people and thought well they didn't need study, they didn't need mm. all these things, they just sat down and wrote a book and for me personally I still feel a little bit inadequate because I actually need a lot of help constructing a manuscript. Like I need a lot of editing, I need a lot of feedback, I need I need a lot of workshopping in order to bring something together. And I think this is true for a lot of other writers as well. Um, to get away from this whole idea that you know there's someone somewhere they sit down in a typewriter and they yeah. bash out. Like in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, they usually bash out a first manuscript and they say, oh, you know, the first one's always really bad and then they work on it until it's it's perfect. But they don't mention all the other people and all the other that are helping and supporting them and editing them mm. and all this kind of stuff and the publishers and all this kind of stuff. So a writer is not an island. I think that's it. Nice. Um, I sort of, yeah. That's <laughs> my things for the day but I liken it to a movie you know you've got you've got something that there's all these people that work on a movie to create this thing yeah you know there's all these and it's the same with a book there are yeah there's a team of people creating something and look I mean I need a lot of editing I don't and you know I'd basically chop up the whole manuscript and start again and and it's like you know Tetris sometimes <laughs> um but I'd like to think I get something out of it at the end and mm. I'm not ashamed to say you know, I still get confused with adjectives and nouns and 
pronouns and, and mm -hmm. various bits and pieces. But I like to think I'm a relatively all right writer. So I think everyone else out there should feel okay if they're not perfect. Oh, absolutely. I think this, this idea that someone could sit down at a typewriter and just bash out a novel is a ideal situation, but an unrealistic one. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at any novel and the acknowledgements page. Yeah. And authors are usually very careful to thank countless, all these people, like mm. a page or two or three or more of people who have been part of the process, whether it's just someone to bounce ideas off or, you know, read or give feedback or just put up with them. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> there is a massive amount of work that goes into yeah putting together a novel and but I, I I do think you know who reads the acknowledgements page you know yeah people just look at the final product which is what you're saying about the movie and they go wow that person's a really great director or yeah screenwriter or whatever but there's so much more that goes into it and I don't think that ever ends I think that's a lifetime thing I don't think you ever get to the point where you're like okay I've done the course I know how to write I don't need anyone anymore yeah I'm good. <laughs> I'm perfect now. Mm, I'm going to um, become a lecturer. Lecturer. That's right. <laughs> it's the ultimate aim is to be a lecturer. Yeah. But I mean, I suppose there are people out there, authors that do, who are like that, like, who who actually have that ability, which, you know, insanely jealous of, you know, who can sit down and, and lock themselves in the cabin somewhere and write all their own stuff. No, and I don't reckon there is. And stuff and they may do that, but they'd have to come out of the cabin sooner or later and they yeah. have to share it. Yeah. And so there is always someone, unless they die, and then their work is discovered years later and becomes incredibly successful. And, you know, that's unlikely, really. <laughs> anyway, the point is... The point is... Studying creative writing is worth it. It is worth it, yes. I'm, I, I was reading... Basically, this, this discussion came off this article. Um, I won't go into it. It's basically this, this girl who, who, who does study creative writing in Australia. Here we have um, help. You know, hex debt from the government. Government gives us money to put towards our education. So she had a sixty thousand dollar hex debt, wow. which is quite a lot. Um, and I think you and I, you know, we have the same thing. So we have a fair, fair amount of debt as well. Um, I suppose the thing is, is that really worth it as well? You know. Um, oh, that's a big question. Well, I mean, her her whole thing was, or are you getting out of it? You know. Is it really that worth it? I and mean, ultimately, how much money are you making from it in the end anyway? So. Well, that's the thing. And again, you, 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 know, you either become J.K. Rowling and have millions of dollars and you can pay back your, your debt without any concern, mm -hmm. or you remain a struggling artist and no, you don't pay it back. But I think if you're looking at studying creative writing from a financial point of view, I think maybe you're missing the point. And that may be easy for me to say because I love writing, but... Whether it's a hobby or whether you want to make a career out of it, I do believe that studying creative writing is worth it, regardless of the cost. Because what you get out of it, it can't be measured financially. It's not measured in, you know, oh, well, are you making money out of this? It's it's far deeper than that. It's something that, that you can take with you into life. It's it's Writing isn't like studying dentistry or not that there's anything it's wrong with dentistry. a bit more dentistry. practical. It is but that's the thing, it's practical. Creative writing may not be entirely practical. However, yes, well, I'd like to bring it back to the actual practical part, which is the part where it usually gets missed out, is like I said before about that you've got the J.K. Rowlings and you've got the struggling artists, you know, that, you know, we're just doing it for the art, you know. Mm -hmm. And there are actually people in between. We were talking about Roseanne Hawke. Mm -hmm. Roseanne Hawke has, has been making a... I don't know her details, her financial details, but she's been making a relative living out of it, and she's mm -hmm. sort of... 
you know, she's successful, but she's not too successful. And she's sort of, I, I like to think, you know, middle of the road kind of yeah. authors who who are putting out books uh, at a regular regular basis. Yeah, well, she's and who published, are, sorry, she's published over 25 books. 25 books, so yeah. Commercially successful, yeah, but not exactly wealthy from it. Exactly. You know? So, so that there, are, I think it is quite a possibility that you can actually, you know, you you pick your genre, you pick your your niche, and you just start writing books, and you can be quite successful that way. Mm. I think you don't have to be a mega star. I think you know if you're thinking of success in those those um, terms. And I know, speaking of Orson Scott Card, he was thinking about um, creative writing or writing novels on a um, commercial basis. And what his 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 concept was, you know, if you've got a job and you're earning maybe, let's say, on the better half of a hundred grand a year, in order to do that, you've got to be pumping out at least two, maybe three really high grade novels per year. Mm. You know, which is pretty difficult. Mm. So his whole thing was to get a job on the side, which is what most Writers do, yeah. So, yeah. However, I I would say that if you spoke to Roseanne Hawke about her success, um, I'm I I could quite confidently say I think she would write anyway. Yeah. Even if it made nothing, because she loves it, and there is nothing else she would rather be doing. Well, that's my assumption. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, that's definitely there. There is the love. The struggling mm. artist, the love, and there's the... But yes, I think the, the middle people as well, you know, the middle. When you got the students and they say, is creative writing worth it? Is writing novels worth it? And I say, yes, it is. You can. My friends who are like, can you actually make a living do that? Is it worth it? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously the goal for us is to make, somehow to make it worth it and be able to survive financially. Yeah. You know, so then you look at other aspects like offering editing services and, you know, running writing workshops and doing doing what we can to support the writing community, do what we love, but also, you know, be able to put food on the table. So, yeah, I do think you need to have a practical approach in that way. I mean, you don't want to starve to death because you love writing. But if it is within your means and if it if it's something that you, you love to do or even, even are interested in doing as a hobby, I definitely think that it is worth it. Hmm. Excellent. So shall we leave it there? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Haven Writers Guild podcast today. If you'd like more writing support, find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or on our website. Or you can email us directly at havenwritersguild at gmail.com.